0: Hey guys, Ms. Bahawk here. Thank you so much for joining me today and welcome back to the show. So if this is your first episode, um, welcome to the Airborne Mind family. Um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen and I hope you walk away with something useful. If you have been with me from the very beginning or this is your second, third, 10th, 20th episode, um, I value your time, your energy, your attention, your ears and your support uh, beyond belief because without that, we would not be here. So once again, thank you so much. If you have a couple minutes and you want to support the show, please head over to iTunes and leave a review with your thoughts. You have no idea how much that helps in terms of the rankings, uh, getting more interesting guests on the show, and helping me continually uh, improve my craft. The second thing that I would love to point you to is theairbornemind.com. If you are somebody who is looking for accessory work uh, to supplement your training, whether you do daily class wads, whether you are a coach or an athlete, beginner, intermediate, advanced, um, if you are looking to supplement your training with accessory work that does not take you an hour long, that's maybe 20 to 30 minutes, and is specifically focused on things like handstand push-ups, or pull-ups or shoulder stability or pistol squats, head over to theairbornemind.com and uh, we've got three day samples uh, for each of our programs there. Um, this is something I've been working on, refining, testing over and over and over until I felt confident in, in bringing it out to you guys. So um, please, if you want to support the show, head over to theairbornemind.com. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. Alright, so this week I'm going to do my best to be as brief as I can. I know I say that every single week, and we end up going like 10 to 15 minutes, um, but I'll do my best. So something that, for me personally, has been kind of on my mind this last week is uh, Stephen Kotler's work. And to be quite honest with you, I haven't even begun to dig into his book, uh, Stealing Fire. Uh, What I've been doing is what I mentioned uh, you know, in the Audible sponsor snippet of pretty much every show is uh, listening to the interviews and the conversations and discussions that he's had around his work with other people um, is really valuable to me. Like I've picked up a ton and had a ton of light bulb moments just from listening to those. And um, so I'm just kind of letting that marinate at the moment. And yeah, for me, like the, this is kind of a side note, because I think it's also relevant to Podcasting as well. Like when an author or me, when I put out an episode, you may have a certain intention for that piece of art or that piece of work, right? And you want it to resonate with people in a certain way. You want them to get something kind of specific out of it. But quite often, um, you know, what you'll notice is that the people who are listening or the people who are consuming the work. Will give you their own iteration of what they got out of it, and I think that's a very rewarding experience for any type of creative, whether you're a writer, podcaster, whatever. Um, you know, so I'm sure that uh, Stephen Kotler learned a ton just from having those discussions because it gives you a chance to see, okay, now that my book is out, now that people have read it, um, what are they getting out of it? You know, what is kind of resonating with them? Um, and and yeah, it, it seems to be super helpful. So highly recommend you go check out. You know any interviews that he has out there on that. Um, but the way that this has been kind of relevant to me is thinking about uh, flow, right? I've always been somebody who um, chases these moments of flow. And I had that this weekend from like Thursday to Sunday, where, you know, something I just had this like light bulb moment after listening to one of his episodes, and it sent me down a rabbit hole of just like, a ton of longhand writing, and then implementing a lot of what I was writing about. And so I felt like I was on such a roll and in like pure action and deep focus mode from Thursday to Sunday. Um, and those are the moments that for me, the connection is this, right? That's, that's kind of the moment that sometimes we seek when we are training, right? You're, you're, you're searching for, you know, um, and I'll read you a little snippet from, I think it's unplugged. Uh, it's taking on a physical challenge that pushes your ability requires complete concentration and eliminates all outside distractions not only leads to the physical performance leaps that flow makes possible but also offers a deep and lasting sense of satisfaction right so any competitor or any person who's going through some type of workout where you get fully immersed in it you know that is that is a way to experience flow and to me, I believe that that same feeling you can achieve. Um, you know, when I when I go do improv class, I'm in that same situation. I'm a little bit stressed, a little nervous. Uh, what's going to come next in an uncomfortable, unfamiliar situation? But at the same time, I experience that in the moment type of flow that gives me uh, that deep sense of satisfaction. Um, I get that same exact thing from uh, coaching people. Like when something connects, something clicks people have aha moments. I have that. And then, uh, definitely when I'm having conversations on a podcast, right. When I'm talking to a guest, um, I'm like fully in the zone. It feels like it's equivalent to, you know, somebody who's at the, uh, competing at the CrossFit games or at any high level event where they're getting into flow. I feel the same way with each and every, uh, conversation. And so that, that is what Stephen Kotler articulates in his work. So, um, so so perfectly like he 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 talks about you know some of the science behind that and how the flow that we receive maybe from training is no different than the flow that we might receive from improv or from um you know podcasting or whatever it, it's it's obviously very individualized depending on you know uh, what triggers this type of uh, state for you but um yeah that's a rabbit hole i'm so excited to start going down. And and this is me just literally kind of scratching the surface and having that aha moment. So I'm excited to uh, share that with you as I continue to kind of learn more. Um, But partly what I want to connect this to is uh, this morning, I had a conversation with Dr. Andy Galpin. And it's something I had been looking forward to for quite some time. Um, I read his book, not all of it, but uh, I tried to get through most of Unplugged. You know, throughout this past week, and Dr. Galpin is friends with Stephen Kotler, I believe, and he uh, there there's definitely certain pieces of his work that are in that book. And I brought this concept up, um, where you know I I talked to that, uh, I talked to this concept of flow. Um, I brought it up on the episode, and he made a really good point, which Stephen Kotler also mentions, is that you know. uh, it's pretty much this dopamine response right that can also be an addiction so this is why um certain times in training even right training can become an addiction for people like you can have a really tough time taking a rest day or backing off or i don't know let's just say like Hey, you're not allowed to go to the gym for like three to five days. What would you do, right? It, it, it's no different. Um, you know, it, it can be it can be a bad thing, not just training, but I mean this concept of chasing flow or being in flow all the time. And how this connected to me uh, was, you know, the talk that Dr. Galpin did at Invictus uh, he ended it really uh, with something profound and you know I'm kind of butchering this obviously but you know he talked about how we've built up all this technology and circumstances to uh, decrease stress right and in some cases eliminate stress completely like that's kind of what we've been working towards for decades and decades and decades right like a stress-free life and what we don't realize is that we are pretty much there like Before you know it, everything is going to be automated, and the more that technology advances, uh, the more removal of stress there is. But the uh, the negative side of that is that stress is like the lifeblood of our physiology. Right? It's what keeps us sharp. It's what keeps us alive. And so um, now we need to be seeking out. Uh, stressful situations. Part of that is you know physical performance and training. Um, but a good point that he made was that, you know for some people, uh, it, he, he called it suffering, right? So we need to have a good balance of of that flow. Um, but then we also need to be able to offset it with some type of suffering. And, and Stephen Kotler touches on this uh, in his work as well. But the question that I asked him was, um, well, okay, let's take a person who uh, really loves training, right? And to them when they are in the gym, even though that is a form of suffering, right? Putting yourself through uh, excruciating, you know, um, physical training, um, to them they get that dopamine response and that uh, pleasure sense out of it. Um, so to, to somebody else, an outsider, right who's kind of new to fitness they may see that as a form of suffering but to this advanced person who sees this as pleasurable um you know how do we offset that sense of flow for them what is suffering to that person how do we kind of figure that out and his answer was uh well for that you have to read the book and that was towards the end of the uh, end of the episode and i was like okay that's totally fair um I think towards the end of the book, he, he has like the uh, highlight certain protocols and kind of like a program on how you can kind of uh, involve some of these uh, concepts to kind of uh, literally unplug from technology and introduce a little bit more uh, stress in your life, not just in the form of physical training, um, but through um, other ways as well. So like, you know, uh, uh, saunas, um, ice baths you know partial fasting all of these things are different ways going out in nature even for some people like all these are different uh ways that disrupt our you know natural balance in the human body and cause a response and Now at the moment we are dosing ourselves with just one form of physical stress, right? And that seems to be whatever training methodology um, that you're following inside your gym. And so there's many other ways to do that. And I just found this discussion absolutely fascinating. And to me, I was just uh, connecting the dots. You know, I was just thinking about the you know flow concept with Stephen Kotler, and then trying to. You know, recognize some of these patterns with um, Dr. Galpin and Brian McKenzie's work. And so just wanted to share that with you. Um, I will leave it at that. Um, so what I would recommend is, I guess if we were to turn this into something actionable, is figure out a way to identify what are those flow moments for you, right? Um, surely it goes beyond just training and what you're doing in the gym. Um, there are other activities that you do throughout your day uh, that, bring you that same sense of, um, satisfaction. Right. Um, and then I guess the other question is like, well, what is that form of suffering? And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's like a to be continued type of question. Cause I'm still thinking about that too. And I haven't gotten to the end of the book. So maybe once I do, I'll share that, or maybe you should actually go uh, buy the book and support Dr. Galpin's show, uh, or, or sorry, his, his book. And, um, yeah, I'll leave this with um, something to uh, help Dr. Galpin and Brian McKenzie uh, with their book. You know, uh, he mentioned this towards the end of the episode, but it might not be out for a couple of weeks. So, um, what I would recommend is go get the book, read it. Um, at the very least, please leave an Amazon review on that book. Uh, you have no idea. It's just like iTunes reviews. You have no idea how much it helps. Sometimes um, that you know those reviews help more than actual sales of the book. It's a super weird concept, um, but that's just how things are. So if we want this kind of message, it's not really t- to do with anything monetary for him, but it's like if you want this message uh, to get out, if you think it's a cool message uh, and you want more people to see it. Um, the best thing that you can do is actually go leave a review for him. So go leave a review, check out the book, think about that flow state thing. And um, maybe what you'll want to do is listen to some of the conversations with uh, Stephen Kotler on different podcasts that he's been on. And uh, as always, let me know your thoughts on that. Would love to hear what you think. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Once again, I highly appreciate the time, the energy, the attention, and the support that you give each and every week listening to these episodes. I hope you were able to walk away with something useful from this one um, or at least entertained by it. One request I have for you is to head over to theairbornemind.com and take a couple minutes, just leave a review with your thoughts. You have no idea how much that would mean to me. Next, please head over to theairbornemind.com. Check out the three-day sample programs. Um, You can use this stuff as accessory work to supplement your existing training. Um, of course, each individual is a little bit different. And so we have um, ones that are specific to uh, pull ups, if that's something you're working on, one that's specific to handstand push ups, one that's specific to pistols, shoulder stability. So go see if that is relevant to you. Uh, once again, that is theairbornemind.com. If you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I love hearing from you guys. Um, but thank you so much for joining me once again. Until next time.